Hidden Grid, The Sixth World Chronicles, Episode 50. Hey gang, time now for another Free Roman episode. So, the last four episodes, including this one, have been kind of this weird nebulous time of, you know, just the gang regrouping, passing time, and this takes place after Grey's initiation, but kind of during some of the previous episodes. It's a little weird. That said, this is a fun one. In fact, I had the players kind of really laughing on the sidelines during the recording, so I think you're going to dig it. Let's just say there's a bit of family fun in this episode. A lot of family fun in this episode. Also, we finally get to see Midas' this new character, who may have finally solved his habit of switching faces a little bit too often. You'll see what I mean. In the meantime, join us for another episode of The Hidden Grid, The Six World Chronicles, Free Roaming. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Hidden Grid, the Six World Chronicles. How's everybody doing? Really good. Now. I was in a 16-car pileup yesterday. I was in the hospital for like a week this month. It's been a great, great month. I, I believe one of you may be lying. No. No. <laughs> Neither Wait. one of us. He was in a 16-car pileup? Yeah, it's uh, uh, abducted we, by aliens. Yeah, there's the liar. It's the traitor. Yeah. Okay, I I was sixteen car pileup. The bridge had black ice all over it. Uh, did you did you cause it, or were you like in the middle, or did oh we, we were pretty much in the middle. Fantastic. Okay, okay so moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so we're back for the episode of Hidden Grid Six World Chronicles. Uh, chronologically speaking, it has been a month since we played. Uh, life kicked me in the teeth and then made me bite the curb. Probably should have done in that order, but whatever. You should really seek that person out and like just give them what for, you know, give well, them that life. So, you know. anyway. yeah, well, yeah. so we are going to play another free roaming session. Um, kind of the tail end the free roaming session that we uh, just experienced. So. We're going to start with a little flight landing in SeaTac. A certain mysterious man has just recently landed and is in desire of uh, contacting his handler. Yes. He will call his handler. Hmm. Uh, you're getting a business signal. This is weird. Normally you should go to voicemail. He's going to call the contact he was supposed to meet in Seattle. Hello? Yes, this is uh, Javier. Serenity? Is this you, Serenity? Holy shit. Um, uh, yeah, I gotta go. Click. What the <laughs> F's going on? 
he's going to try to call his handler again. Uh, business signal again. He's, he will attempt to, well, he's going to attempt to call uh, Langley. Who's Langley to you? Langley. Oh, that's the CIA headquarters. That's just where it's at. It's at Langley. Oh, okay. Uh, you get the, the front company. desk receptionist, so to speak. Can I help you? Uh, yes, this is uh, Malcolm Reynolds. I'm trying to reach my handler, Michael Weston. I'm sorry, sir. I have uh, no information about that individual. Um, I you you indicating you work here? Yes. I'm sorry, sir. I have no records on file of you working here. Uh, can you contact me to him? Extension five seven three nine. Uh, hold on. Beep, 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 beep. You reached the cafeteria. He's just gonna hang up. Your phone, uh, or your comlink buzzes. It's, uh, I got a new message. He's gonna read the message. You've been burned. Get low. I'm guessing the message has no, uh... No sender, no receiver. He's gonna call, uh, Dal Jones. They went to MITT together. Can I help you? Hey, Dal. It's Michael. What, What do you want? Uh, you say that like you know something. Shit. You don't know, then. Uh, no, I know, and I'm guessing you know. What the hell's going on? Just came over the wire. You... Let's just say we shouldn't be talking, and nobody you know will talk to you. You see him look over inside the screen. He's looking at another screen. Look, um, I'm gonna get shit for this. Look, um, here I'm gonna send you a number. Call this person. Let her know I sent you. I don't know what you did. You know I didn't do anything. But you know me. I do know you. He gets just kind of sly grin to his face. I do know you. <laughs> so seriously, I don't know what you did. But somebody burned you. Here. He flashes the uh, link over to the contact number. Good luck. Click. Ah. He, he's going to take a moment to uh, throw some stuff across the room. Okay. And then try to compose himself and call the number. Hi, hi. Yes, I got this number from uh, Mr. Dow Jones. Oh, yeah? Hmm. What he sent you to me for? 
my name is Malcolm Reynolds. You may run that name through whatever channels you may have, but I'm assuming he gave me your number because you can help me. Well, that depends. Dow knows I give jobs to people, but it depends on their skills and, you know, what they know. Um, but I don't know you, but I can see who does. Uh, my name's Eve. Hello, Eve. Why don't you come down? We have a place, uh, not too far from downtown. I assume you're in Seattle. Uh, for the time being, it seems so. Yeah, head on down. Um, we'll chat. See what, uh, what we can do. Alright. Cool. See you then. She clicks. He's gonna gather up what small stuff was in his little drop box and head out. Give me one second, I'm trying to find a file from uh from the other week. I know the name of the place. There it is. Yeah. It's the garden. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So are you gonna head on over? Yeah, he makes sure no one uh is outside ready to kill him. <laughs> well, there's no car waiting for you, no uh, black cab that you were originally supposed to uh, get in when you arrived at the city. No one waiting with the uh, uh, sign of the name Serenity out in the uh, you know passenger loading area. I guess he'll hail a cab. Okay. Uh, cab pretty much pulls right up since you're at the airport. A uh, kind of pudgy-looking dwarf uh, who probably looks like he's more related to orcs and dwarves uh, is sitting in the front seat. Where to, Mac? Uh, blah. Blah, okay. I don't know where Blah is. The garden, whatever it was. The garden, that new place? That's a little ways. Sure, I can get you there. Slot your cred. He does. Uh, union's good. Here we go. So door slams behind you, and uh, off you go. Meanwhile, Pulse, what you up to? Um, <clears throat> Pulse would probably be at the garden, waiting to see if his sister would show up for the meeting that he called her about. Oh, that's right. I uh, do remember, listeners, it has been a month, so I don't remember exactly everything that happened in the last episode. <laughs> so. You mean you don't have a photographic memory? No, and I haven't listened to those episodes yet. Mm-hmm. I need to catch up. Can I get those new episodes out? And if they're listening to this, that means I did that. Would a photographic <laughs> memory even help you in this case? What's that, figure? Would a photographic memory even help you in this case? Probably not, since... We have audio gaming, not yeah. audiographic memory. I did extend memory. It's I did extend memory. It's an adept power. It controls sound, sight, smell, taste, touch, 
everything. Mm, okay. That, that's going to make that late night drunken rampage in the bathroom go real well for you. Well, that's just weird. Okay. So, yeah, actually, um, she's an hour or two late, but just around the time it gets to about uh, 9.40, 9.45, going on almost three hours late now and you're getting really depressed, your sister finally shows up. She has... Her arm, uh, well, more probably, some dude has her arm around her shoulders. Uh, he's wearing kind of a large orange, uh, well, orange dyed leather jumper. And she's what? wearing. Wait, wait, wait. Orange dyed? Yep. Okay. As in, like, painted orange. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As in, it should be black leather. It ain't. But it's painted orange. While she's wearing a orange jumpsuit from uh, the Seattle uh, prison system uh, with the sleeves hacked off and long sleeves of orange and black stripes. Uh, everybody's giving them a pretty wide berth. Uh, she kind of points your way, and the guy kind of chuckles. Oh yeah, because I'm I'm sitting there in a suit, tie, just waiting. Half a glass okay. of water, staring at they him. Come over that way. They're laughing, chuckling. Uh, uh, you can smell the booze on their breath as they approach. Hmm. Hey, Burner. Who's the meat? Uh, this is Hams. Yeah, I can see. Hams, do me a favor. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Slut off, Ragface, he says. See, here's what you don't understand, bud. Get the fuck out means get the fuck out. I'm here to talk to my sister, not to some fuckhead named Hams. Frag Pulse, you can fucking talk to my hub. He's just gonna kinda crick his neck. You can tell he's he's starting to get a little annoyed. No, no, Burner. No, I can't. It's me and you. I just want a nice, quiet evening to chit chat, catch up with you. Have dinner, maybe. Buy you some real food. <laughs> Your brother's a frag face, uh, Ham says. Alright, I'm gonna stand up. How big, how big is this guy? Cause, like, Ham's is like about five the eight. size of, yeah, Ham's is about the size of a tall-ish orc. He's human, but, you know. He's a big ass freaking human. He's big, he's thick. Hmm. Listen. Porky boy. I asked you twice. That's two times more than I normally ask. At this point, uh, he kind of takes his arm off Burner 
and kind of looks down at you. Frag off. Burner. Burner. What the fuck do you want, Pulse? I just need to talk to you in private. So unless you'd like me to mess him up... You, you can talk to my hubs as much as you want to talk to me. You ask me to come, Hams comes with. Hams, how long you been around? What do you mean? How, how long you been with her? Uh... Sh- slot... Uh... About... Three weeks is when we started banging, and last week I got her that cool ring. He's gonna look at Burner this point. Burner shows. Like, Burner holds up her left hand, where you see a barbed wire tied and welded together around her uh, uh, left uh, ring finger. You can actually see where the barbs dig into her middle and pinky finger. It is not shiny, it is not polished, it is a little rusty. Burner? Listen. Alright, hold on. I'll tell you what, Burner. I'll make you a deal. Hams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to step outside. If you do, I'll buy you drinks for the night and not blow your fucking head off. All right? He looks confused, almost. You can almost see the alcohol working its way through his brain. Hot hams? Porky boy? You got till I count to three, and then it's going to be violent. At this point, the alcohol seems to comprehend a threat, and the brain makes the stupid choice, and he tries to punch you first. That's cool. I'm going to catch his hand with my shot glove. Nice. Let's (laughs) see who can have a better roll of agility unarmed. Okay, he's got ten, but I'm taking away... Four for the alcohol. Ah, not too bad. Alright, I got four successes. That's more than him, though. You catch him. Alright, that is eight stun, AP minus five. Nice. Yeah, he freaking drops, uh, his hand clutching, twitching. Uh, Burner screams, Oh, fracking pose! You killed my husband again! God, fracking... She goes down to him. Burner, he punched me, darling. You, you fracking shocked him! What the frack are you wearing? Hey, She, she goes least... so fast. <laughs> I didn't shoot him. Cause... No, no, you shot the last two. Why the frag must you kill the people I love? That's fine. She says the love I'm in the way to, like, I'm going to grab drunkens. him by the, by the front of his shirt, slap him you know, across the face one little time, 
Just no. So, no, 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 not hard. And then start dragging him outside. I'm gonna look at security. Shrug. The whole time you're dragging him outside, uh, Burner is slapping you on the back, hitting you, pounding you. Not as hard as she could, but definitely in frustration and anger. That's that's fine. And you just kind of keep taking it. Yeah, dragging him outside. I'm. What vehicle are they driving? Can can I see? There is a uh, kind of orange. And I mean fucking orange with like neon lights attached to the bottom front and a little bit on the left. Looks like there used to be some on the right, but it looks like it rammed into something uh, near the uh, side of the gate. All right. I'm reach. I'm looking at Burner as she's still hitting me. I'm going up. It's a bike. Yes. I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna tap the bike. Does it have um, and try and access its uh, its computer network? Um, does it? There have, is no computer network on it. It, it's it is manual. a bare bike. In fact, you realize it. it it's not even. It, it just can't even run electricity. This bike is pu- uh, a pure fuel bike. What? Yeah, it's an old bike. I'm gonna reach down and tase hands hands again. No. <laughs> At this point, uh, Burner actually gets you in a good clock. Uh, you take three points of stun damage as she clocks your chin. Yeah, pulse reels back and he looks at her. He's like, "Listen, all right. Do you know why I asked you here? Do no, you know why?" What the frick? I thought you just wanted to talk. I, I thought you might be happy I got married again. No. See, see, here's the deal. This is what you don't understand, sweetheart. You, you're dating trash, pumpkin, and I'm doing everything I can to get you out of that. I don't know why you fucking stay with those freaking damn jack-o'-lanterns. Alright? It's not my fault you became a piece of shit the second you left the fucking Halloweeners. Piece of shit? I left because I wanted something better. You fragging left because you're a fragging coward. At that point, Pul- like Pulse's hand comes up, and then he just kind of checks himself for a second and puts it back down. And he's like, I left because I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do something that mom and dad never could do. That none of them sorry fuckheads never could do. That's make real money. This bar? I'm part owner of this bar now. Alright? I'm finally getting the money in to get you out of there and get you someplace permanent set up. I freaking need your help. To this point, she's kind of uh, holding hands, uh, hands in her arms. I have hands. He's, he loves me. He's gonna take care of me. He's gonna take care of you? Yeah. Fuck him. He's a piece of crap. All I had to do was slap that man twice. And you're he gonna say he took a cheap shot. He punched me. You fracking threatened him. 
He's the one who started out. What the out. was he supposed to do? He started out with a name call and be glad I didn't just straight up shoot him in the nuts. All right. Now listen. All I wanted to do is let you know that I'm getting us a place. All right. I got a place. A nice little penthouse downtown. All right. I was going to invite you over, figure, you know, let you stay there with me for a little while until I get us a permanent place set up. Mom and Dad wouldn't fucking fracking sold out like you did. Sold out? They were loyal to the gang. What the fuck? You fracking abandoned them. What the gang do for us? You fracking abandoned us. What the gang do? No, the gang freaking held us down. Held us back. They freaking, listen. They got Joey hooked on freaking Beatles. All right. He was happy with them. Yeah. You want to know why? Because they freaking treated him like trash every other time. That was the only way he could be happy there. All right. Freaking. I don't freaking want to hear it. No. No. No, you're going to hear it. All right. Rollouts freaking OD'd on, on Nova Coke. I mean, seriously. That's, it seems like that's all they do over there. Alright, is drugs? Fucked some fucked up weird ones, too. Alright. And just go burn shit. You know, it's a fragging good idea. At this point, she reaches into Ham's uh, jacket and pulls some uh, long cylinder object out. That's a fragging great idea. She pops the top of it off and just jabs it into her freaking wrist. And you see her tense shoulders kind of slump immediately. <sighs> what is she, um. Well, only street knowledge you think is appropriate? Oh, fuck. <sighs> Let me pull it up. Um. All I have is. Freaking street gangs with the specialty in Halloweeners. I'll let you roll a street gang as a uh, thing, minus two penalty. That is... One... One success. You're not sure exactly what it is. It looks like a bliss injector, but it looks like someone like attached a Nova Coke injector to it. She's speedballing Nova Coke and Bliss. Yeah. That's probably gonna be bad. Alright, Pulse is like... Fuck this. Alright. Taking hands, I'm calling my my car. Mm-hmm. She She's all stunned, uh, fucked up from the Nova Coke. Whenever my oh, car yeah. pulls up, I'm opening the door, and I'm helping her in, and buckling her in. Because she should be all fucked up. We're going for a ride, Pulsey? Yeah, baby, we're going for a ride. 
Hands. Can you? Can you grab hams? Yeah, yeah. He can ride with us. Yeah. He's my hubby. Yeah. I love him. I know you do, sweetheart. But listen. I love you. I love you too. But listen, hams. Pumpkin hams was cheating on you. Listen. That's impossible. Pumpkin. I stabbed that bitch. <laughs> I'm sure you did, Pumpkin. I'm sure you did burn her. Alright? But she came back. After he gave you the ring. But... But I tossed her body in the sound. Pumpkin, that bitch can swim. But she didn't have a neck. That's weird. It is weird. Is she a zombie? Yeah. Alright, I've gotten hams in. Hams, are you dating a zombie? On the side? Yeah, he is. It's it's okay, sweetheart. It's okay. I'm going to take care of hams. All right? And then me and you, we're going to go for a ride. Okay. Okay? So we're I'm going to drive off. Okay. All right? <laughs> I'm All right. Who's the freaking the Halloweeners uh rival rival gang? Uh pretty much every gang. That's cool. You want to know what they're... Ancients have a particular dislike of them. Oh, oh yes. I'm driving through freaking Ancients territory and dumping the bu- dumping him. Okay. And I'm going to dump him with the injector. Nice. Yeah. Uh, actually, you see inside of his coat he has at least four other injectors. I'm hitting him with all of them and then dumping oh, him. Oh, fuck. That's going to be bad. He's going to have a great time. I'm pretty sure you probably stopped his heart. I don't care. <laughs> okay. He's trash for my sister. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> his body slumps off wherever you drop him and throw him out of the car. Yeah, it's it's some um, out-of-the-way place where the, the ancients, they'll, they'll find him. Mm-hmm. Or the homeless will. Fair enough. Alright. I'm like, alright, sweetie, come with me. Okay. Alright. Alright, I'm, um, I'm calling. <laughs> I don't know who to call. Who the fuck do you call in this situation? All right. Actually, you know, I got to tell you, I really don't know who you call while you're in the middle of murdering a gang member while, mm-hmm. <laughs> while kidnapping your sister, who's also a gang member, and having murdered her husband. I don't know who you call in that situation. That is a very specialized situation, Dan. You call well, Mr. Gray. It's like the second husband. That's right, fifth. Anyway. Uh, no. I know who I'm going to call. I'm going to call Doc Wagon. Okay. Hi, guys. Doc Wagon Services, how can I help you? Hi, this is uh, Vincent Fisk. I have an account with y'all? Yes, of course. How can we help you? Yes, um, 
I've run into my sister, and it seems that she has been um, rather intoxicated. I need to put her into rehab in a clean room. Uh, your account does permit uh, patient relations services, so uh, we'll need to take a DNA sample to confirm your relations to her, but uh, we should be able to put her in a detox lab. That would be wonderful. Very well, sir. All right, where do I need to go to drop her off? Uh, he drops, uh, gives you a clinic uh, location. Uh, you have to stay with her first just to, until we get the uh, verification. But uh, uh, Of course. I'm sure that won't take too terribly long. Certainly. Very well, sir. We'll see you soon. All right, I put the car into autopilot. Okay. And um, me and her, we're, we're going to have a chit-chat. Nice. Yeah, you're not really going to have much of a chit-chat with her. She's going in and out of consciousness right now. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, so we get there. Yeah, basically, that's basically your night is Is, the blood work and comparisons and all that fun stuff. All right, is she my sister? Yes, she's your sister, as opposed to what Chat is saying right now. Yes, she's your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And they will serve her. Cool. Okay. So, meanwhile, uh, Pulse's exciting night. Um, (laughs) That very same night, uh, Entei. I believe you have a date with for James. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, uh, Kyra had invited you to head to her apartment. It's uh, in downtown, one of the nice skyscrapers there. Uh, penthouse that overlooks the sound itself. Okay. Uh, James is going to uh, dress up... Uh, Kind of nice casual. Not, uh, nothing too fancy, but, you know, nice casual and head over. Nice. Cool. Uh, Kyra just uh, lets you ride in right away. She's wearing kind of a simple, kind of black slack kind of thing, a simple blouse. Uh, kind of a more traditional elven than you're, uh, you're used to seeing her wearing. James, it's great to see you. Have you been enjoying Seattle? It's been treating me well. How have you been? I've been doing wonderful. Uh, getting the business set up has been kind of a interesting challenge the last few months, but you know how things go. You've, you know I always go for a challenge. Uh, this morning she kind of uh, welcomes you into her apartment. Uh, she actually has a room that's just a greeting room, which that alone tells you how much this apartment's going to be worth. Um, yeah. Uh, there is art everywhere. Most of it handmade kind of work. Uh, a large number of it from the 20th century. Uh, only a few pieces from the 21st century. Um, a lot of it is, uh, tribal in nature, uh, some Germanic stuff. Uh, but a lot of kind of experimental art here and there too. Like, she has a entire painting on the wall that looks like paper towels that have been painted and then layered in such a way to create a landscape. Very nice. Mm-hmm. 
You know me, always going for the eccentric art pieces. Yeah, I remember the halls roaming around your father's place when I was there learning how to use my powers. Mm, Papa's place was always nice. She kind of gets a distant, kind of warm-looking look in her eyes. So tell me, what have you been up to the last few weeks? I haven't really heard too much from you lately. Uh, kind of filling in jobs here and there. Uh, trying to, you know, get back up on my feet. That I've been doing actually surprisingly well. Speedier recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Oh, wonderful. Uh... She just checks her phone. She's a little message. Uh, dinner is served. The uh, servant just uh, placed it down. We're free to go in. Servant? How fancy. Oh, just some drones I had uh, purchased the last few months. Uh, I like to get out of the way when they're moving us up onto the dining table. They, they're not as sophisticated as I wish they were. So at this point, she can lead you to the dining room where, yeah, there's a nice setting for uh, three there. Three? You expecting somebody else? She kind of bites her lower lip at this point in kind of a nervous fashion. Yes. They haven't arrived yet, so I think it's okay for us to start. You've got me curious. Well, let's just say somebody else wanted to see you, too. Somebody else? Yes. At that point, you hear a chime as the doorbell rings. And that would be her now. Uh, Do you want to get it? Sure. Kind of quizzically, and walks back to go get the door. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you had to keep his fr- uh, front door, open it, and um, yeah, you immediately recognize the person uh, behind the door. James, Gwen, your mother says. How are you? Good. How wonderful. are you? I'm wonderful. I was in town. Kira told me about your little engagement, and I thought I'd come see you as well. Can I come in? Of course. Okay. So, uh, your mother doesn't say a word to you until you get to the, uh, uh back to the dining room table. Uh, at this point, Kira invites her to sit down. And I need you to make me a willpower check. Oh, God. Just straight willpower? Yeah, because you're, uh, you really want to go invisible right now. One success! Yeah. I believe you needed how many threshold for that? 
I don't actually know offhand. Let's see. Let's see. It's it's a. I think it's a moderate addiction, if I'm not mistaken. Where is it on here? Well, this is more the social anxiety. Yeah, part. I, I know. I'm trying to find. Where is it? I had that. There it is. Uh, yeah, because I'm not wearing a mask. Nope. Lovely. All right. Um, give me a minute. I'll look. So I don't know what the cap what the cap is for it. Let's see. Social stress. Uh, yeah, there wasn't any particular thing. So yeah, I don't think one success was enough. Um, yeah, you want to go invisible. Okay. You really want to go invisible, like right now. You really want to freaking go invisible right now. All right. So let's see. What is the safest, the highest I can go with a a uh, invisibility spell without like draining myself like horribly because he would do enough to do it but he's gonna mm-hmm. aim high not low so because he's gonna want it to really count <laughs> let's see here yeah, invisibility force minus one oh. let's see I normally go for four Let's go for... Let's try for five or six. Give it a roll. Let's see. So five or six, that's eight. Let's go five, just because that'll be one over the half point of my magic rating. Oh, God, I'm so screwed. Four successes. Nice. Okay, I'm going to have... And two of them roll. Minus one, so That's a. Yeah. So how many successes? Four successes. I gotta roll trying to which is four. Three. I take one box of physical, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, as you're standing behind your chair and your mother's seated and uh, Kira's seated. Uh, you poof out of existence. Uh, Kira's face, uh, goes slack. She goes, what? Your mother instead continues to stare directly at you. James. Stop that this instant. And wipe your nose before that blood gets on your shirt. Oh, God. Alright, hold on. Let me get a little bit of composure here. Okay. Because you, wow, you really just, like, threw a curveball there. Yep. Because your mother succeeded her willpower check to see through your stealth. Damn, how high is her willpower? Six. Damn. (laughs) James, uh, drops... Oh, well, let's see. Let's see. Social stress versus mother yelling at him. Which one's going to win? <laughs> that, 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 that's the thing i got to decide is how to play this one out. Because this one's actually, I've got to make, trying to make the best decision here. Social stress versus, I imagine mother's going to win. <laughs> All right. Mom yelling probably beats out social stress. You don't want to piss off mom. It's just not a good idea. 
he's gonna drop the invisibility um nice. and kind of uh nervously sit down kind of avoiding eye contact with his mother and kyra <laughs> nice okay so uh yeah um as soon as you turned visible uh your mom seems to just ignore the fact that you went invisible at all and just start talking to kyra asking her about her business uh kyra nervously kind of responds uh smiling politely and all that until um, eventually your mother's attention finally turns back to you. Now, James, I suppose you're wondering why I happen to be in town. Uh, it may have crossed my mind. Mm, indeed, indeed. Your father wanted me to pose some questions towards you, son. Namely... He wanted me to ask you about this. To which point she takes out a small uh, RFID tag. And do you have a RF- anything that lets you see an RFID signals? Uh, what would uh, I errors? need to see it? Ah. Like, Kira has a pair of glasses there that can see uh, augmented reality objects. So let me see if my... Because I have contacts. Which weren't... If you have contacts that, have a, that, that are like wireless or whatever, then you can see it. Because it's not, I didn't finish. I didn't finish completely transferring my character sheet over. So that's. I all. think you. I think you had this. Let's see. I have contacts with vision and hand slash mag and thermographics. Yeah, that would have had an image link in it. Okay. Yeah, so you can immediately see the floating image. It's a picture of you and Gartog in a hotel lobby. There's a little news icon in the bottom right. Now, so at this point she puts her hands together and uh, points her fingers near her lips as she talks. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but as it is the family's business to remain quieter, stealthier. I, your father would like to know, what in the hell are you thinking, young man? I believe were his words. Now, I like to assume that Perhaps this was part of a a plan, a a goal. Um, I'd like to think that this was intentional in some manner. Yes. You'd be correct, mother. Good, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that this wasn't a a lapse in reason, and that you were. Doing this for a right choice. She drinks a little wine. So, enlighten us. Uh, 
at this point, Kira is like has this like sheep lug eyes bold kind of thing going on. Like, what the fuck is going on? James is kind of putting the wine down, or like the wine in his cup, just down a little bit more quickly than you would normally drink it. Trying to think of how to start the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, Mother, uh, I was working uh, a, a job for uh, a Miss Maria Mercurio. Hmm, hmm. Fascinating. Uh, and we were sent to her apartment to do a little bit of investigating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while things were all right, it would seem that things did not go as they were seen. Uh, it appeared there was a whole other side of uh, a puzzle that uh, I was not aware of. I see. And and could you explain this charming ragamuffin that you were traveling with? Uh, just somebody who was uh, assigned to the job with us. Uh, meant to uh, help out uh, as a decker. And such, and obtain information. Well, now, ah, fascinating, fascinating. So, then, how perhaps did you end up on the news? Well. It would seem that one of our members on the job couldn't keep their mouth shut. Ah. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. And did you kill him? No. Hmm. Well... I suppose your father would approve of that. He always did say you can't get everywhere with killing everyone who double-crosses you. Yes, well, that is one of his endearing characteristics. (sighs) To say the least, James, your father is... He's not mad, he's just disappointed. What he has asked me to do is to send someone to act as a mentor to you, someone who I think will be a positive influence on you. I, I'm sure your being associated with Kira here has been beneficial to you, uh, 
some time to spend with her. I'm sure we'll help guide you as well. But I think that perhaps a new face that isn't so much a friend, but more of a educated individual will be able to guide you in a better way. How does that sound? And she's giving you that look of, it, the answer better be fantastic unless you want to die look. Sounds great, Mother. Wonderful, wonderful. Then you will meet Mitch, uh, Mrs. Dutchman uh, later this week. I've already arranged a time for you to meet her at her home. Uh, she looks forward to meeting you. She's a lovely friend of mine. She has worked for my foundation for many years. Uh, she is retired now. But I think she will be able to teach you in certain ways that will make you a stronger man. In what ways are you talking about, Mother? Oh, in your concepts and your ways of thinking and handling yourself. It's... You'll see. Ariel is a strong individual and she will be a good teacher to you. Well, I look forward to meeting her. All during this conversation, he's kind of like giving, like, whenever he can get a chance, giving kind of like, help me stares to Kyra. And every now and then, Kyra is just saying into her last where your mom gets, he is, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, the uh, dinner kind of goes off a, a little bit more awkwardly and kind of bizarrely for the next couple of hours and so your mother leaves she gives you a time and date and an address to go meet Ariel uh, apparently it's an address on Council Island uh, kind of a nice area of town too and uh yeah uh, you're eventually left with Cairo on your own I had no idea she was going to be that way, James. I am so sorry. She asked me not to tell you. I thought she was just going to surprise you just to, you know, <laughs> say, hi, I'm in town. It, it's fine. Mother's always had ulterior motives. You just, you just kind of learn to deal with them. <laughs> And at that point, kind of rubs his temples as if he's kind of got a headache or the start of a headache. Uh, she kind of like puts her hands on your forehead, like it's okay, and just kind of gives you a hug. She's like, "You'll be all right, right?" I'll get through it. <laughs> kind of looks at you and sighs. Uh, well, I was going to give this to you earlier, but your mother's visit and how everything went, uh, I guess I shouldn't really wait any longer. Hold on. 
She comes back with a nice ornate box and says, It's Polynesian. I know it's not the normal style you wear, but I know you're waiting to find a, a, a more technological mask, but I think this might suit you for now. At which point she removes the cover. The mask is incredibly intricate hand-carved. It looks almost like flowing water carved into the wood. I hope you like it. I, I, I don't know what to say. This, this is... This is... So nice. It... Words just can't describe it. Well, put it on. He grabs the mask out and puts it on his face. It fits good. Fits well. Grammar. Words. How do they work? They don't. They don't. So, cool. You now have a new mask. Yay. <laughs> cool. So then I pretty much unwinds. Uh, are you leaving or staying? Um, leaving. Okay. <laughs> so she wishes you a good night and says she looks forward to seeing you again. And she says, I don't know who this Miss uh, Duffman is, but um, be careful. Your mom is eccentric at times. You can say that again, except tenfold. Your mom is eccentric at times. Your mom is eccentric. <laughs> you know what I mean. Thank you, you for too. the night. Have a lovely night, James. You as well. Cool. So, you head out and head home? Yep. Cool. You get a blip on your phone. It's from your mom, reminding you to get to that meeting on time. He looks at it, texts back, I will, mom, <laughs> and, and then, and then hits send. Nice. Excellent. Meanwhile, during the next day, cat. Whoa. What's she up to? Doing my daily regiment. Nice. So just kind of exercise and moving about, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Um, start off with some, some basic warm-ups, sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups. Nice. Cool. So for the most part, you kind of go through it and keep yourself in shape, all that fun stuff. Um, afterwards, you're kind of just unwinding on, a, you know, on your couch and all that, just flicking around the TV. When... All of a sudden, you pretty much sit up bolt right. There's a familiar face on the TV. A face you haven't seen physically in some time. In fact, the last time you saw his face was during that nightmare. That one where you were in that African tribal village. And those raiders came down from the hill. And one of them had his face. Her eyes. And here his face again. Her eyes dart around the room, looking for the remote. 
do you unmute your TV? She thinks about it for a moment and then continues watching. So I'm curious. Okay. So it is Lord Tavan, the man who created you, the man who abused you. He's being interviewed by one of the local t- uh, stations. Apparently, he's in town. He is visiting a museum that is showing some tier artifacts on it. And your anger is growing and growing and growing as you realize just how close he is. He's maybe 20 minutes away. 15 if you stole somebody's car. She's going to kind of look behind her and think about where she put that airy strike. <laughs> nice. But then realize that's a stupid idea. Hmm. You can always go there and see what he's up to. See how protected he is. I think uh, I think this would be appropriate to make a composure check, maybe. I think so too. I've never done one of these before. It is willpower plus charisma. Oh boy, I got all kinds of that. Oh yeah. Well, actually, actually, <laughs> it's not that bad. She, as long as it's not an actual social test. Yeah, I'm also going to need to give you a minus three penalty. Really? Okay. So charisma. Because he is close, and he, that grin on his face. Charisma. Minus three, so that's basically not including my willpower. Four dice. Wow. I need to get a lot of successes to pass this one. And one success. Nope. You get your things. It's time to go see what he's up to. So what do you bring with you? Well, I'm not going to go super crazy with the Ares. So no Ares strike. No Ares strike. <laughs> That's too obvious. It has to be nighttime before I could do, carry anything like that around. Okay. So I think I'm just going to settle for the two Ares predators, um, along with an over my my lined coat with a hood to make sure I'm inconspicuous. Possibly. Nice. All right, so how are you getting there? Hmm. I suppose uh, I'd be kind of suspicious if I drive my bike over there. But then again, if something does, bad does happen, I'm going to want a getaway vehicle. True. Hmm. Okay, we'll uh, we'll we'll take the bike, but we won't put it super close to the location. Like we'll we'll drop mm-hmm. it off at a s- 
She's like, well, we'll leave it in some parking garage nearby, and then if we need to, we can get to it. Sounds good. Cool. So you head to downtown. You head to the um, kind of more elven district of the area and head to the uh, Seattle Elven uh, History Museum. There is a small crowd gathered outside. Uh, majority elves. Um, most seem to be Seattle locals. You recognize a few people you're sure are more likely uh, kind of related to the tier, things like that. And you see a lot of tier paladins here. A lot of them. Tier like, paladins. Mm-hmm. They're basically like the kind of, you know, elite military of the tier. Uh, bodyguards, things like that, for high dignitaries and whatever. I think that- You've seen a lot of them. Some of them you've even known. Just a second, I'm getting a phone In call. fact... Okie dokie. Do, 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 do. Don't fire a little bit of editing on this episode. It's a night of a lot All of the editing on this episode. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. So anyway, you've seen a lot of tier paladins, and you also know some tier paladins have seen you in the past. In fact, in your exodus, you do know for a fact you probably killed a couple of them. So you don't exactly have a lot of love for them. So, and that is when you see him. He's standing there at the podium saying... You don't even know what he's saying. The, the words just kind of get drowned out by the sound of your heartbeat in your ears as your anger kind of rises. He's smiling, speaking, talking about the museum. The crowd is clapping with him, cheering. What do you want to do? Now that I'm here... <sighs> Hmm. I, w- I want to know exactly what his what his security detail looks like. Give me a perception check. Okay, perception. That's intuition. Mm-hmm. One roll off the desk. And four successes. Nice, four successes? Okay. Uh, you can see at least six teams uh, in the front of the crowd. Uh, there's at least four snipers on the buildings watching the front podium. Um, most of them are uh, tier, you know, Paladins. A uh, few are Lone Star officers that are working with them because, you know, nobody really likes having snipers in the middle of a uh, crowded street. <laughs> Except for other corporations. The corporations, it's fine, but it's companies, I mean, uh, countries, and eh, not so much. Um, so what do you want to do? 
There is no possible a- action I can take where this isn't going to go well. Uh, depends. There's always the suicidal approach. But that may not be the approach you want if you want to keep the character. And I don't have I don't have car but I can't put a bong in his car, so that's not gonna do it. Damn, I need more time to think about this. Lady Nefera? You hear a voice behind you say. I can't even put laxatives in his soy calf. I know, but did you hear somebody say that to you? Say what? Lady Nefera, someone says behind you. She looks over her shoulder briefly. There is a tear paladin looking directly at you. Lady Nefera, what are you doing here? I I don't know who you're talking to. No, you, you must... His eyes kind of th- uh, squint slightly as if a sense of recognition dawns on his face. Can you come with me? Why? He looks to you. He looks up to Tavan. You won't be able to do what you want here. There's too many people. There's too many guards. Will you please come with me? I don't feel like I can trust you. Trust me. Trust me. Because right now, if anybody else recognizes you, you may not be able to get out of your life. Very well. Where do you want to go? Uh, he leads you towards the armored personnel carrier. It's kind of off to the side. Uh, it's got the markings of the tier on it. Uh, he opens it up. There's nobody else inside. I hope these doors open from the inside. They do. He steps inside uh, in front of you, kind of a, as a act of trust. She'll step in. Place, have a seat, he says, indicating a seat by the council. He uh, slumps and drops his uh, kind of part of his armor and his uh, gun there. <sighs> My name is Lyle Onnit. I know what you are. You're his creation, aren't you? don't like to be thought of as his creation. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize, I apologize. I'm not his. Of course, you're right. My apology. I... My, my god, you look just like Lady Nefara. His cloning was perfect. Uh, I know only cursory details about what happened that created you, and I'm so sorry for that. 
and I can only imagine what your intentions are to Lord Tevon. However, you know how powerful of a slinger he is. You know how dangerous he is. I do. Being this close to the tear, you do realize how much danger you were in. He, mu- You know he still seeks you, yes? Yeah. There are those within the tier who still oppose him. Those who would be allies to you and the weapon you could be. But in order to do that, we need to protect you. I'm confused. Why do you need me? Tevan is a cancer in our society. He is a sickness. (laughs) But overt movement against him will push the hands of those political allies he has, which the council does not wish to disrupt. You represent an ace, so to speak, a weapon that could be used against him in in a subtle way. But as you are now, unless every situation was perfect, if he had his hands on you again, you wouldn't be able to kill him. He would have you again. <laughs> I still don't know what you mean by subtle. But very well. Are you a part of some organization? Just an interest of parties. I can help you, though. There are people you need to meet, people who will want to meet you. In the coming weeks... If you don't mind, I'd like to make arrangements for that. I can't really refuse now. If you would, uh, if you wanted to kill me, I would already be dead. Very well. You kind of chuckle slightly. <sighs> if you want, I can. Right now, your DNA would be identical. That would be enough of a test. Enough evidence to those who would meet you. 
but your face might be a liability. I know some skilled doctors in the city who could alter your appearance, make you not look identical to one of the five elven princes who run the tier. Would you want to take me up on this offer? Face surgery. Hmm. This would be permanent, wouldn't it? Well, I'm sure you could have it modified back if you wished. But, well. I don't really that's care not for exactly my face. I really don't. However, couldn't this also be used to our advantage at some point? Were we to change it back, yes. But right now, you appear just to be a uh, high-value political target. I'm surprised someone out there didn't recognize you before I did. You're right. I'm surprised paparazzi aren't following you around. You bring up some good points. Very well. Um, I agree with you. Wonderful. I will make arrangements for you to meet with the surgeon and pick the face you want. If you wanted to be sure to not look like her at all, we could even arrange for you to not even look elven, if you so choose. No. Glad to hear that. Very well. Here, he gives you a contact chip. That's my contact details. Should you need anything that I can provide in the coming weeks, let me know. And I'll be in touch once things are in place for you to meet certain interested parties. All right. Cool. You can add Lyle on it as a contact. He is a tier to near pounded. He has a connection rating four and a loyalty four. Holy shit! <laughs> loyalty four. My God. He is a man of his word. Okay. He likes you. You can hook up too, man. Everyone will get dates. Hey. Put it this way, you have to be loyal or have that right mindset to be uh, a paladin. It's not that type of paladin, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's, it's not, not that type of paladin, but it seems like he's that type of paladin. Or um, he wants well, to be that type of paladin. He would be a really horrible paladin because he's betraying the people he's supposed to be working for. Decide Shut up! <laughs> uh, okay, how do you spell Lyle, his name? L-Y-L-E. Like Kyle, with an L. Okay. Hey, but Kyle gotcha. has an L in it. Shut up! <laughs> mm. So the name's Lyle. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
so yeah, you can essentially uh, call him that as your contact, and he's going to arrange for you to get a new face. Something about that seems dirty, but I think it's just... My, my character wouldn't think that way. Anyway, yeah. No, probably not. She'd probably be thinking, yeah, you're right. This is a liability, and I don't want to look like yeah. that. By the way, just so you know, um, yeah, Jenna Nefaria the, is who you look like. Uh, Jenna Nefaria is one of the five princes on the Council of Princes of the Tier. Wait, they're called princes even though... Yes. She's a princess, yes. It's, it's, it's technicality. You don't necessarily want to say Council of Prince and Princesses. That's, that's a lot to say. Loafweir is also. <laughs> okay. Is he at the time? I don't, I don't know at that time. Good is. call. Good call. He might not be at that time. He is eventually, yeah. though, and then leaves it and someone else takes his place. Yeah, the Council of Princes. Oh, my lord. That's just. Yeah. What was her, yeah. What was her last name? It was Jenna. Nefara. N I apostrophe F A I R R A. Nefara. Kind of hard to say. Nefara. Mm-hmm. Gaia. Yeah. I guess you could okay. say that in like a uh, Irish accent. Sound kind of kind of funny. I guess you probably say it more in a Portland accent. Jenna Nefara. Oh, there you go. I don't know if that's a Portland accent or not. Uh, no, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that was your day, <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Reynolds. Yes. Uh, the day before uh, the events of Cat, um, you arrive at a little bar called the Garden. Uh, as you arrive, a car is pulling away. Uh, from a rather loud orange-painted uh, bicycle, or bicycle, motorcycle, left next to the gate. It might as well be a freaking bicycle. Piece of crap 80s tag. <laughs> okay, he'll go in. Okay. The, uh, the bar is kind of nice. There is... Um, Little bowls of apples on every single uh, kind of table, um, surface, whatever. Uh, the clientele is mixed would be about right. Uh, you can immediately tell there's a lot of wannabe Shadowrunner here. A lot of wannabes. And every now and then you spot a somebody. Somebody who has that right-looking edge. Somebody who's got the right amount of chrome that doesn't look cheap and hand-me-downed. Someone carrying the right size gun worn the right way. This is definitely a runner's bar. Okay. Well, he'll go up to... Uh, he's obviously... I'm assuming it was a vid trig, so he saw what Eve looked like. Is she in that area? She is not. Okay, he'll go up to the bartender, since they normally know. Alright, chum, what can I get you? This is a rather large troll. I'm here to see Eve. I have a meeting. Oh, let me see here. 
he flips through a uh, augmented reality book in front of him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's expecting you. That door to the left. Uh, second door down the hall. Thank you. He will go there. Okay. Uh, you've got no trouble heading over that way. Uh, there's another guard standing in front of the hallway, but he immediately kind of steps aside as you come up. And you enter the kind of nice office of Miss Eve Donovan. Uh, the office is... Well, you recognize the door immediately is uh, rather uh, impressive, as in it might take a tank to break down that door if it wasn't meant to be unlocked. He'll take a note of that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Reynolds, Eve says as you come in, she's wearing a kind of rather large, flarish leather armor jacket uh, and kind of business slacks underneath. He would be... <clears throat> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, he would be wearing a yeah, sports coat, slacks, armor jacket underneath, if you could tell. Yes. Or armor vest, not a jacket. Vest. So, I've been talking to a few of my friends. Um, they say that right now you are in a um, predicament. You could say that. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure exactly what I could do to help you with that. I don't exactly run in those circles too much. No, and I do not expect you to. Uh, basically, what I need is – well, I guess basically the is I'm going to need money and contacts, and I'm assuming in order to get that, I'm going to need to work. Mm-hmm, that is true. Well – at this particular time, I don't exactly have work for you, based on what I've heard of your capabilities. However, there are people who I may be able to hook you up with who have been getting work regularly. All right. Do you work well with others? Yes, I can do both work with a team and alone. Wonderful, because this particular team has had a, a little issues with some individuals joining and then quickly departing, and they're looking for someone to join a bit long term. Man, I think Eve just meta-jabbed me. <laughs> that wasn't a meta-jab, that was a meta-punch to the throat. <laughs> Yes, well, I don't expect I'll be leaving the area anytime soon, and my problems won't be solved within a week. If Wonderful. He just kind of trails off thinking about, you know, <laughs> what he's <laughs> actually in. Wonderful. In that case, she slides a chip over to you. This is the contact number for a man by the name of Gray. He's the, well... Leader wouldn't be the right term, but, well, if he gets a good vibe off you, the rest of the people in the group will be more inclined to work with you. 
I see. In the meantime, I will be looking for work specifically for you and see what we can do about that. And I appreciate the help. Certainly. Let's just say a friend of yours called in a favor. I didn't think I had any friends at the moment. Sometimes we do, even when we're left high and dry. And yeah, he'll take the number and uh, walk out. Okay. And he's going to stop at the bar and order himself a drink because he needs one. Okay. <laughs> now what do you want to do now? Uh, well, I guess he will sip on his drink and, you know, ponder his lot in life for a moment. Because, you know, he did just pretty much get fired from the only job he's ever known. Yeah. And he He's heard of other spies that got burned and turned to chips, ended up six feet under. Generally doesn't turn out too well. And then... He'll eventually nut up, because that's what he's trying to do, and give Mr. Gray a call. Nice. Gray, your phone's ringing. Okay, I have one very important question. Yes. Have my fucking expensive-ass glasses shown up yet? Yes. All right. (laughs) Spent all that money on those fucking things. You're already wearing them. This is Gray. Yes, uh, Mr. Gray. My name is Malcolm Reynolds. I was given your number by Eve. She said that uh, you have a group that tends to get somewhat steady work and that I could possibly be a benefit of that group. She did, did she? Yes. All right. Meet me at this coffee shop. At this address. Be there in about an hour. See what we can do. do. Alright. And in that intervening hour, I'm calling Eve. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. You got another stray for me? (laughs) As it goes, you guys keep getting rid of the strays. Well. (sighs) Yes. Yes, we do. I mean, look, I still got Tex calling me trying to find work through you guys again. Tex is calling you? Mm-hmm. Have you told him to lose my number? Mm, no. Well. <sighs> All right, so what can you tell me about this guy? Don't know too much about him. He's, uh, from what I've heard so far, he is definitely kind of a... A man of many faces. Um, comes from the spy business sector. Uh, and it looks like he recently lost his job in that sector. Don't know why, but... um, You ever heard about what being burned is? No. What is that? Basically means uh, you're cut off and everybody you talk to normally, who works in your network, whatever... Uh, isn't going to talk to you either. 
Oh, that's kind of cold. So what they call it, burn. Mm, burn those bridges. All right. All right, let's see if we can uh, have this one turn out a little better, better than the other ones. Hope so. Maybe this one will stick around. Maybe. Damn it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I they- get it. <laughs> are you sure are you sure are you sure uh it's 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 more mr gray um anyway all right all right Eve. uh thanks mm-hmm. and uh cool. see if you can uh make some call about some calls about my uh transport truck Sure thing. It should be ready soon for me to hear. All right. All right. So I guess I'll make my way to the the coffee shop. Cool. So you arrive. The uh, the Dunkin's Old Breath uh, muffins are quite fresh. <laughs> are they now? Oh yeah. Does this coffee They're shop already- have non-soy food? Uh, some things. They have some, uh, non-soy vegan donuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yikes. Yeah, I guess technically a real donut wouldn't be vegan because it's made with egg. Mm-hmm. Anywho. It doesn't even work. What? It's the future. It's cool. Future. I guess. Future I guess he'll have a he'll have a vegan donut. Do they have That's real coffee? Awesome. They do not. Well, I guess he'll have a milk. Wait, as long as it's not soy milk, he can't have soy. He's got an allergy. They've got rice wine. I don't think. Well, no, I don't want him to turn into an alcoholic yet. <laughs> I guess he'll have. I'm sure they have, they don't have, they have tea. wheatgrass. Yeah, tea. He'll have a nice tea coffee and, a and tea donut. at the coffee house. <laughs> they don't have real coffee. They have soy coffee. Co- oh, well. Yeah. But they do have real tea. It's kind of generic black tea, but yeah. it's been spiced up with chemicals. Well, I'm fairly sure that in any apocalypse, Lipton will survive handily. Anyway. <clears throat> I prefer nest tea. Thank you very much. Whatevs. <laughs> don't 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 get don't get me started. So, All right. Uh, so he'll be there. Uh, yes. He, do you want to be there first, or? Yeah, he would have gone immediately. <clears throat> he okay. has nothing yes, else to do. Place out. Yeah, pretty much. Make sure it's not a trap. Nice. It <laughs> is a trap. It is a trap. But anyway, it's always a trap. Yeah, it is. Yeah. How deadly is it? That's what he's worried. <sighs> well. All right, I uh, will show up. Walk on over to the table. Mm-hmm. Have a seat. What's your name? Malcolm. Is that what you go by? Is that your real name? How should I address uh, you? That's the name I've been using, so uh, I guess, you know, in the shadows, I'll probably need to go by something else. You can call me Mal for now. All right, Mal. 
how much do you know about running? Uh, that it's not actually different from what I actually used to do legally. You get a job with sometimes limited, sometimes extensive information. You go and you do the job. Sometimes you're getting information. Sometimes you're getting a person. Sometimes you're getting an object. Sometimes you're killing somebody. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's you, a group of people going in, doing a job that you may or may not have been trained to do, but you're going to do anyway because that's what your job is. Right. So I don't ask... Well, I generally don't ask very many questions about people's pasts, but is yours going to come back and bite us in the butt? I don't know. That's a fair answer. I would like to find out because, well, that's what's got me in this situation I'm in now, and that's what I'd like to figure out. But honestly, I don't know if someone's gunning for me or if you know they're just cutting me loose. Budget, budget setback. <laughs> Goddamn economy! All right. So if you want a job, I can give you a job. But if you want in, I need you in. I can't be on a job. I'm looking behind my back to see if you're actually doing what needs to be done. Did I forget to mention the part that I actually did this professionally and legally for a government? Well, yes, that's not as fancy as the mega corporations nowadays, but, you know, they do still train people to do what I did. So, yeah, you don't need to worry about me. Hmm. Most awkward job interview ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> So, you want to be a criminal? Ah, do you know how to be a criminal? Ah. Um, well, I used to be a good guy, but now I'm a bad guy. <laughs> well, they like to think they're good guys, but they also sometimes did bad things. Mm-hmm. In the name of patriotism. America. America. I'm just waiting for your character to go, you know, since comparing stuff to TV shows, have you ever seen the movie, Le uh, the TV show Leverage? I love leverage. That was one of my other ideas. <laughs> All right. How long you been in town? Just got here. Six hours. <laughs> got a <laughs> burned it. Six hours. Got a place to stay. Yes, that luckily I do still have for a month. I'm not sure what sort of jobs I'm going to be getting in the next couple weeks, but I need you to be prepared for most eventualities. Um, I'm sure with your training, you should be well prepared. Yes, I have been trained for a lot of different eventualities. Mal, what's important to you? What's important to me is basically finding out why what happened happened uh, and then solving the situation, either diplomic, diplomacy or 
violence if necessary. Prefer not go that way. And depending upon how that shakes out, I guess I would either go back to the company or strike out on my own. You would go back to the company that left you high and dry. It is all I know. I mean, if you only did something for 15 years of your life and suddenly they said no and then you figured out why they, you know, put you to the curb and they said, hey, you can come back. Would you not want to go back? No. Why would I have any reason to trust them? Like I said, depends on what the problem is. All right. Last I checked, I didn't do anything that should cause that to happen. So I'm assuming an outside force is doing something. But, you know, is that outside force, you know, on their own? Is that outside force actually working in connection with the company? That's what I hope to find out. All right. So we're on a job. Time sensitive. And you get a promising clue or lead about your company. What do you do? I finish my jobs. Do you? Yes. I didn't get right. Well, I guess it's kind of hard to say I didn't get where I am today because of what happened. But prior to this, I didn't get where I was by not doing my job. Like I said, 15 years. You have any contacts here in Seattle? Not that they'll talk to me. All right. Eve. But, you know. Everyone knows Eve. Yeah, apparently. All right. Here's your job. I'll give you a thousand new yen. For the next week, I want you to, to go out and cultivate some contacts. I don't care who. I don't care how. I need you to be able to make a phone call and get the information we need uh, at a moment's notice. Um, it's an essential part of what we do. Without your company, without your government backing, uh, this is something that we have to do on our own. Oh, I've been in this situation. All right. Well, now you're in the situation and you're going to get 1,000 new yen for it. You have seven days to impress me, Mal. I'll see you around. Uh, he'll get up. And he'll finish and his he'll tea and <laughs> vegan donut. Mmm, vegan donut. Nice. Cool. So that's a good way of introducing that character. And unless anybody has anything particular they want to do in the session... I think we're good for our coming back session. I I got one thing that I want to do. What's that? I got one thing that I want to do. See if this gets me what I want. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. I'm calling Boris. Context-wise, oh, no. government Boris. politics. 
Ray, how's it going? Hey there. Uh, I need some information about a new face who appeared in town. Oh, yes? Yep. The guy goes by the name of Mal. Uh, just arrived maybe uh, six hours ago today. Uh, apparently works for a government. Apparently he has been burned. I want to know why. Hmm. You know my fee? Yes, I do. The sooner you can get it, the better. You betcha. Thanks. See you in a few days. He 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 he. Nice. I'll be very disappointed if some lowlife like Boris can get a hold of that information. Lowlife? Yes. He's a lowlife. When I think of Boris, I think of like an awesome Ventru or Nosferatu. That doesn't really translate. No. Right. I think you're more likely to sell you out for a shiny Yes, nickel. he will sell me out. He will. And he tried to several he times. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think the Merovingian. There we go. From the Matrix. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Is that what you're thinking, Justin? In that same genre? I think Boris. Yeah. Hmm. I think he's just a low-life fixer who buys and sells. He's like the shadow broker, or wannabe shadow broker. Yeah, I kind of think shadow broker, but I think Boris. Oh, that's fair. You better give him my fucking answers. Otherwise, he can get paid. Shit. Mal better get some work done, or he ain't getting paid. <laughs> nice. Alrighty, well, with that, we're back, folks. Yeah. See you next session. Yay. Okay. That's it, folks. Episode 50 in the pipe. Two more episodes until you can enjoy an episode pin grid every week of the year. Or just, you know waste a week of your life listening to it episode 1 to 52 in a row if you do that please seek medical help that's not really recommended so with a new name on the team and the crew looking for work well I think things might finally be looking up for the gang you know so long as their mothers and sisters aren't you know somehow causing their death I mean I would never cause that to them would I who am I kidding of course I would This work is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. That means you can share it, you can cut it up, but you have to add a label for all the bits within, including the licenses from the following artists. This week, we're following the artist Mar Russell with the album Electro Blues Rebel Volume 1. The intro music is Digital Revenge, and the outro is Saving the Princess. The album is available from Magnatune.com. I fully admit, I lolled. That's right. <laughs>